0: Waging the battle against fake news every morning. This is The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horne.
1: Thanks for joining us on your Thursday Morning Answer. Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn, we are here and we're happy to have you with us. We are practicing Friday all day long and judges are now going to be deciding the fate of California Governor Gavin Newsom.
2: Oh, come on now. He got 7.7 million votes.
1: Well, it doesn't necessarily mean he gets to be king of California. He just gets to be governor and the question is whether or not he has used his authority in the wrong way. Judges will decide whether or not Gavin Newsom has a legal right to dictate public activity during the pandemic. But the public, obviously, judging right now whether he has the moral right after he was caught making what many have called a pretty hypocritical blunder. He went to, if you missed it, the French Laundry, which is a very ritzy, fancy restaurant in Napa. He was there with... Over 12 people from multiple households, no one wearing masks, and it's believed that they were at least partially indoors because one of the reports of the patrons said they had to close the door to keep them quiet because the party was so loud. That's right. And uh, I don't know how many outsides have doors, but um, well, the I've
2: pictures I've looked, looked
1: pretty incriminating.
2: The pig I, I've I've looked at. I've done my research because whenever I hear about a restaurant that is so expensive that there aren't prices on the menu, yeah, because they just assume it could be forty billion dollars for those french fries and you have it to pay that's right not that it would be that much but I know now that maybe hey maybe that maybe I don't know if Governor Newsom's going back or maybe he's a regular there because you look on Google and they give you the reviews and they tell you when the restaurant's busy yeah and, and he was there over the weekend or Thursday or Friday right he was there uh, Friday yep yep that okay Friday Saturday Sunday evening time quote usually a little busy
1: Definitely. The French yeah, Laundry, yeah. you need a reservation and you need it like right. in advance. Certainly.
2: Especially if Governor Newsom's coming, usually a little busy. And then you read the reviews from the diners. Yes. They're, 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 uh, they're foods and dishes I could never spell, pronounce. Oh, no, you and... would
1: hate this restaurant. They don't I have would one. hate it. Right? And hate plus it. you'd offend the, the chef so he'd end up of spitting course. in your food because you'd be like, no, he do wouldn't. you just have a I hamburger wouldn't. plain, like nothing okay, else I but think just this like is more meat and about bread? About Governor Newsom
2: and the future of California. <laughs> In any people. case,
1: so people are really, I mean, this has gotten national attention. People are tweaked about this story, that Gavin Newsom was not only dining without his mask, not putting his mask on in between bites, as he's telling us to do, not just dining with people outside of his household, not, dining, uh, not just dining with more than 12 people, but How
3: about he was this? also
1: dining with California's health experts. So oh. these yahoos that are making decisions about our shutdowns were at dinner with Gavin Newsom. Now, there was a lawsuit a couple of weeks ago uh, that we talked about. Brought by two Republican legislators who challenged the governor's legal authority to unilaterally make decisions, basically challenging his executive orders, 58 of them in the state of California since That's right. the coronavirus point, pandemic broke out.
2: And, and the two legislators, uh, uh, they sound like a radio team, Kylie and Gallagher. Right. Right. Uh, they sound like you know, a couple of guys should be on the air somewhere. Uh, they are not unlike – Many others in many other of our 50 states that have brought similar challenges to their state houses and their governors during this pandemic time.
1: Yeah. And by the way, they went to dinner on the 6th. The story broke on Friday. So they right. were actually out Thursday for I thought. on uh, November the 6th at the Michelin French Laundry Michelin starred French Laundry. Huge restaurant.
2: What word did you, Michelin Mi- star? I
1: don't even know what that means.
2: No. Michelin is a tire. Don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> By the way, I don't care. I say I'm more comfortable on the radio than I, than I am the second I walk out of this building. I'm like, oh, I don't even know how to talk to one person. No, embarrass- I don't
1: embarrass me. What is the Michelin? Michelin stars mean That for the very nicest restaurant, and this is yeah. worldwide, not just in our country. Mm-hmm. They are well, offered Michelin stars, and oh, so it's a well, really big deal to be rated yeah. in that way
2: to get a Michelin star. How many Michelin stars must one get for Jennifer Horn and her cohorts to dine there?
1: Oh, please. I, I'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings. You know me. <laughs> yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> I, I'm not looking. Usually if the Michelin stars, I have to actually prepare myself for the stuff right. that I'm going to swallow whole because I won't appreciate it but I won't want to offend anybody. So I'll just have to go and try to like it, keep it's... the water coming, chef. Right. So I it's not French. It's
2: down. it's California's dirty laundry we're airing to the world now with these uh, Italian on Governor Newsom's executive role here during a pandemic. And you recall in the springtime, Jen, that's all w- w- when someone would ask. And mm-hmm. we would say, as we brought information, as in the earliest days from the very first day, uh, the governor is taking these actions because a state of emergency declared in the state constitutionally, and that's been challenged here. And it seems for a moment, successfully, the governor would, w- has been saying constitutionally, state of emergency in the state, I can do these things.
1: Right, and the question is about the constitutional separation of, of power. So do uh, governors get to use something like this to make executive orders or do they need the state legislature to to vote these things into law? And the state legislature, obviously, even some Democrats are saying, no, they need us. It's not just about go- Governor Newsom's whims and wishes. Now, moral authority is also coming into play. And a moral authority, to grant someone moral authority over you, literally, when we allow this or when we vote for people, requires a level of trust and many people are saying that gavin newsom with this one single dinner has irreparably damaged his moral authority to leave okay. the state okay. of california i'm not kidding this uh, is I know not something not. that i'm making up this is stuff that people no, are but i think about it's something today. you believe i absolutely do uh,
2: absolutely thank you for giving me the, the answer i craved i know uh, how is it possible that you
1: mm-hmm.
2: my my best friend and the clearest one of the clearest thinking people I know who is uh, often we disagree, but you're so smart. And you're such a practical person, too. I say often about Jennifer. She can – if you meet Jennifer at the, at one of her Michelin-tired restaurants, <laughs> if she's tired in the Michelin restaurant, what are they, stars you get? Anyway, you get stars, Michelin stars. If you sit down with her in a socially distanced environment, of course, and have a meal, I promise you whether you know it or not, within 60 seconds, she's figured you out. What? She's figured – yeah, she knows mm-hmm. what makes you tick. What whatever. She knows kind of your general vibe, and she gets it real fast. And that is one of your – unique abilities as a human It's
1: superhero power. It
2: is your superhero power. So why does it go? Why is it? Why has the power atrophied when it comes to assessing the man who is still president? So we should still be talking about Donald Trump. You're saying this one. Okay. well, for a moment, consider you don't know the answer because you haven't even heard the question. Mm -hmm. That's an important intellectual exercise. And I don't even know what a Michelin restaurant is. So here's the thing. Yeah. Gavin Newsom goes to one dinner and he's a dummy, stupid and a hypocrite. And I got upset in the ugliest type of hypocrisy when the people are oppressed and being made to feel like like rats in a cage.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, the lying, the lying that President Trump has done, the dishonesty when a pandemic, when your health, my health, the morning answers, collective health, mom and dad, Jen, everyone. And he gave information that he admits to prevent a panic, I know, but we're adults, aren't we? We, we believe in the ability. Uh, we believe that nothing should stand in between us and information about our own health. How can you say that Gavin Newsom, that's it, you're done with him, because the truth is you were done with him before he was ever elected. But if you're going to hold Gavin Newsom to that standard, how could you really intellectually, honestly not have been calling similarly for a flawed and uh credibility
1: challenged I I president trump okay so here's the deal with gavin newsom i did not vote for him i do not but care it for gavin matter. newsom but i did give him some compliments early on in the coronavirus during this and i know that you know this and you're shaking I your have head it on tape i have it on and tape and i gave him some compliments because here's the deal you can be okay with support you can you can actually applaud people's leadership when they deserve it. But here's where Gavin Newsom has really lost me, and I don't think that he is trustworthy. It has come out in uh, the last month that the guy is not paying property taxes. He received a free house, yet he is implementing it every turn the uh, He takes every opportunity to tax Californians who are just struggling to get by. He is not, I believe, helping the, the middle class in the state. Instead, I think he is driving them out. Do I trust his moral authority when he tells me to put my mask on in between bites, yet he's seen out at a restaurant? I don't. He's lost credibility with me. He's lost credibility with me over the last six months. And what I believe about President Trump, if we want to draw that correlation, is that President Trump has never, never told me that I shouldn't go outside. He's always said that this should be up to the states, that this shouldn't be government control. He has told people not to shut down because people are suffering. I agree with him. I think he has walked the walk with that. And unfortunately, I don't think that Gavin Newsom has done the same thing. We can continue to talk about this. Plus, there's a recount underway in Georgia. The of results should be coming within the next hour or so. We'll bring you up to speed as your Thursday Morning Answer continues.
0: Every morning, breaking news and talk you can trust. This is The Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horne.
1: Thanks for joining us on your Thursday Morning Answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn. The recount is wrapping up in Georgia. Results coming about noon Eastern time. That means within the next hour or two, we should know the results of that recount, hand recount in Georgia, the first in the state's history. They found some boxes of votes. Imagine that. They found thumb drives. They found tabulation errors. But is it enough to make a difference in the state? And we will learn that today.
2: Understand going into the Georgia recount, the secretary of state, you heard him on the morning answer last week when he said constitutionally it was a, it, it struck some as odd that he had to pick for a hand recount one with an election that close one race to recount. They did have two statewide Senate races uh, in the state of Georgia, mm-hmm. and they're still kind of going back and forth a little bit. There's some but the presidential race before the hand recount, the difference between the person leading in those numbers before the recount, former Vice President Biden and the trailer, President Trump, the difference only about 14,000 votes, a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. I actually think a little bit less.
1: Yeah, really close election no matter what in the state. Rosemary is in Chatsworth. Hi, Rosemary, you're on The Morning Answer with Brian and Jen. Oh,
3: good morning, Uh, Jennifer. Thank you for for the information you you bring you, uh, you you bring us. Um, I'm really concerned about what's happening in Georgia to the election officials. They were they were ready yesterday to um, to to, uh, to certify in the counties uh, the election votes that had had um, they had found enough uh, enough errors to certify Trump the, the winner. Are uh, actually they were they were not they were not ready excuse me they said they were not ready to certify yet they Mm -hmm. needed more information and they received personal threats they have them on recording where their families were threatened their children were threatened again this is on recording they gave out the school where the children went to school and that they had to watch out what was going to be happening to them and uh they they caved Mm. they changed and and uh uh, so they, they changed the certification and um, they haven't yet have certified. Mob, Rosemary. When you have mob like uh, extortion going on, how can we expect uh, a fair uh, election?
1: Yeah, I think, look, there have been a lot of stories about people getting threatened. Uh, Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger said uh, that hand recount numbers, this was yesterday, tracking towards Joe Biden as the winner. And he said once he did that, he started receiving uh, death threats. Everybody needs to take a deep breath here. And uh, I think we've let our politics blind us. And whether or not, whatever the outcome of this election is, let's just let it be real and true. The fact that there are the the, um, the members of the election board in Michigan, Michigan, who were threatened and called racist and all sorts of bad names because they were not ready to certify the result. Everybody needs to take a deep breath and should be looking for the truth here. That's all people. I mean, I think that's all good people want is just the truth. And instead, this becomes this. It feels like House of uh, the House of Cards. I don't know if you ever watched that television show, but that's what it feels like to me. And Rosemary, thank you so much for your phone call.
2: We know that politics and democracy can sometimes be a very, very dirty, nasty business. Uh, and it's unfortunate. The certification deadline date uh, uh Rosemary referred to certification of votes. They have until and have always suggested they would wait until tonight very late or tomorrow because tomorrow the 20th Friday the 20th of November 2020 is the date is we reported on the broadcast last week that the state of Georgia specifically has as their deadline for election vote certification
1: yeah that's right so Georgia all eyes on uh, that state again there have been some counties that have found some votes that were not tabulated some that were tabulated in uh, the wrong way and uh, this still becomes a battleground state Joey is in Orange County hi Joey you're on the morning answer
4: hi good morning brian and jen good morning
2: um, hi joey hi. good morning
4: uh, good morning i wanted to say something uh because in, i listened from the first hour on and
1: thank in you the
4: first hour it was brought up about the voting machines that were yes. specifically designed to throw elections in, Ven- you know from venezuela and at that time but that, well that's um, not been proven w- we didn't brian, say that you Go ahead. seem sympathetic to at least getting to the bottom of that but in the second hour you didn't seem sympathetic about um, getting the election cleaned up before we certify before we say that
2: what Joe Biden i what i've is- okay if, if 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 what I said or if in those two different stories uh, what I said to you suggested a lack of clarity I thank you Joey and let me explain to you very briefly uh, w- w- what I mean in the first hour I believe and thank you for being a member of the morning answer six o'clock club I suspect you're a platinum member Joey uh, mm-hmm. and we thank you for that uh, in in the first hour I believe we were talking about electronic voting and I was speaking to the technology the computer the uh, 20 years ago in Florida Many of us, including myself at that time, called for ATM-style voting—that it would go into a computer, you'd hit buttons, etc. It, 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 it seems overwhelmingly clear now that that is fraught with potential irregularities, certainly glitches, as all technology is. And I kind of romanticized and simply advocated for the simplicity of a paper ballot. I'm not—I'm not a dumb guy. I understand the computers. Uh, look, if you, i feel safer. And I'm not an old guy, but I feel safer with a stack of good old-fashioned paper ballots than I do with what's behind that monitor potentially going glitchy and screwing up votes. So that, that's what I was referring to in the first hour. In, in, the, uh, in, in, the, in the second instance, what I've said about this presidential race with, with all due respect, to, and, th- and I do really thank you for calling – President Trump, I believe, is remaining in office and not. Con- well, I, we know that. That's a fact. He's remaining. He, well, he's in his term. He should be in the White House. He's not conceding defeat of the election, and I believe that's. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry. What did you say, Joey? He's
4: the president.
2: He is the president. I just he's said in that. the
4: White House. He is the president.
2: Yeah, I just said that, and I and uh, I agree right. with you. It's obviously true. What, what I suggested was that his refusal to concede is problematic to me because it doesn't appear to, to, to Brian looking at the news and talking about the news and covering the information, nor does it seem to 50 secretaries of state in 50 different American states that there is rampant, widespread, consequential voter fraud that would alter the outcome of the election as it's understood now. Those are separate thoughts. So uh, I think that there is really widespread uh, fraud,
4: and, and if we clean it up, It is really a question whether who will be president.
1: I know, but but my dear, you can't just think that. You have to prove it. Well, and we might, I might have an update for both of you. And Joey, thank you so much for that phone call from Orange County. And, uh, you know, I think it it does sometimes there's, you know, there's a lot of passion about this and we're all thinking a lot of things. Right now we are expecting to hear from the Trump campaign's attorneys with some of that evidence, a news conference scheduled at the top of the hour. So we'll have full details for you here on AM 870, the answer to see what else they might have. Are you concerned about the volatility of your investments? Because As an investor with traditional investments, including IRAs, I'm concerned about the stock market and how printing so much money out of thin air will affect the value of the dollar. I heard my friend Seb Gorka talk about Midas Gold Group, and I know owning precious metals adds safety and stability to savings and investment portfolios. So I finally spoke to Midas Gold Group for myself, and I am so glad I did. So happy I can share it with all of you because it was truly a wonderful experience. There were no pushy salesmen. Their knowledgeable professionals knew everyone's needs are different, so they treat each person accordingly. I encourage you to meet with Midas Gold Group for yourself. Call to schedule an appointment and ask for their free IRA guide on how to use your IRA to own physical gold and do it tax-free. Call 805-601-6000. 805-601-6000. I get gold from Midas Gold Group and I believe you should too. Call 805-601-6000. Nancy Pelosi's political future, we promise, will give you the verdict on whether or not we can expect more of Fancy Nancy as your Thursday Morning Answer continues.
0: Why can't conservatives and liberals just get along? They can. Welcome to The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horne.
1: Thanks for joining us on your Thursday Morning Answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, and Nancy Pelosi uh, voted in by her colleagues once again as Speaker of the House. Now, she has just a very narrow margin of uh, the majority. The House Democrats took a pretty significant loss in the 2020 election.
2: Maintaining a majority, so the vote on her speakership was uh, called for.
1: That's right, and uh, she has been tapped again by Democrats to run for Speaker for a seventh and eighth year. And she made some comments about what her political future might look like. Apparently, there's been some discussion about term limits for leadership positions within the uh, Democrat Party in the House. This is what she had to say yesterday.
0: At the start of this Congress, there's a lot of discussion about possibly you, you, you putting in place some kind of term limits for this leadership team. I'm curious if you anticipate that this coming Congress would be your last as speaker.
5: Well, let me just say that when that conversation took place, there was a move to put limits on the, the leadership and the chairs of committees. It never came up. They never brought it up. They said they were going to do it. They didn't do it. But I said then, what I said then is whether it passes or not, I will abide by the, uh, those limits that are there. Yes, sir? So is that,
4: is that a sort of Sherman esque kind of statement
0: here? I mean, do you No,
5: it's that? not. It's, it's a, the statement that I made. <laughs> <laughs> it's a statement that i made and we are uh listen if my husband is listening don't let me have to be too more specific than that because uh, we never expected to have another term now i consider this a gift and I, I i can't wait to be working with joe biden and preparing us for our transition into the future so i don't want to undermine any leverage i may have but i i made the statement
2: that's House Speaker Nancy Pelosi yesterday at uh, the Capitol, Jennifer. This was the most serious, and in, in terms of the votes cast by Democratic congressional members for her challenger, this is an int- intra party uh, vote because the Democrats have the majority. Senators uh, who are Republican do it for leadership, uh, and they have Mitch McConnell in the Senate. A similar thing here. Nancy Pelosi's Challenger was Congressman Tim Ryan from Ohio, mm-hmm. and uh, his name has come up in the past because by the way, this uh biannual is biannuals every two years or is it twice every one year? I know it's every two years, Every right? two years, yeah. Yeah, she, she comes up for a challenge like this because there are certainly Democrats who view her as uh, as not the best leader for the party. And this conversation has been had before, and challengers have, have come forward before. But Ryan, the congressman, has uh, received more votes, 63 to her 134. She said or boasted she thought she had support from two-thirds of the caucus, and she got just over – Two thirds of the vote. The last person to challenge her was uh, then North Carolina Congressperson Heath Shuler. He got 43 votes. So the 63 from Ryan uh, on top of the losses uh, in the House to Democratic candidates are a sign to Nancy Pelosi. That uh, well, a sign that's been there, but it's getting darker, brighter, bigger, and more noticeable. That there are Democrats uh, that she is leading that are not exactly comfortable or would prefer someone else.
1: Yeah, I think, and even more than that, she's 80 years old. Her her team around her, the majority leader is steny Hoyer. He's 78. The majority whip is Jim Clyburn. He is 77. So you have a team where 77 is the spring chicken in the group. Yeah. And if,
2: if you add their lives together, they're 230 years of living. Right look here. at you. That's a lot of time. And,
1: uh, and so it's I think you have crowd. a lot of people who are part of the more progressive branch of the Democrat Party who say, these guys are just sort of out of touch with the, the direction that we want to to go in. And uh, so Nancy Pelosi has been talking about movement. So that, of course, gets people going. Who is going to be next? Who could be in that position? And uh, a lot of people are suggesting that Hakeem Jeffries is right at the top of the list. He's only 50 right now. Yep. He uh, is trusted by Nancy Pelosi, but he still has some leadership and Authority over some of the more progressives in the party. And uh, she named him, actually, Pelosi named him one of the House impeachment managers. So that shows kind of their relationship uh, last January.
2: You know what, Jim? One of the things Nancy Pelosi has going for her that a lot of those who would like to be speaker who are Democrats in, in, in this majority, because obviously when the Republicans have the majority again, and they certainly will, it goes back and forth. Um, you know, there will be uh, representatives who, who, who one will ascend to the speakership. Of course, Nancy Pelosi has one thing going for her. They will never, ever, 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 ever vote her out of her congressional district in San Francisco in Northern California. It's a lock.
1: If she a- wants to keep it. That's right.
2: Well, that's right. And that's the only way, that's the only reason a politician would particularly care is if, you know, if she wants it, she's basically got it. She wins by overwhelming majorities and margins when she comes up for election in just one congressional district in the country, and of course, the Congress House of Representatives is a very powerful place. And if you're the Speaker, uh, you're uh, you're a very powerful person. These the challengers, specifically Ryan. Uh, these are folks who come from states or certainly districts that are less. I'll say it partisan. They're less dedicated. They're less devoted, the constituents in voting for uh, the Democratic candidate. So these folks, Nancy can really almost exclusively throw herself uh, into, as we see with Adam Schiff here in our district in uh, in California, she can throw herself into the national politics. She is a speaker and she never, ever has to worry. They'll always vote for her yeah, in she San doesn't Francisco. Answer for
1: it, really, in the is- real
2: world, for most of these representatives, they can't get too out of hand on the national scene. Shift defy that again, California, and go back home where, like, the real balance of the way people think in the country is living there. They're yeah, they basically reappe- have a free That's pass, right.
1: which is which Nancy is, does. Yeah, so does right. well and Adam Schiff. But Hakeem Jeffries is one of the people they're looking at for leadership. They're also looking at Representative Catherine Clark. She's from Massachusetts. She ran the race uh, for uh, a number of leadership slots, including assistant speaker this week. She'd also be in the mix as a replacement for Pelosi and someone from our home state, Representative Tony Cardenas, who is vying to head the party's campaign arm in the twenty twenty election would also be at the top of the list for who might replace the speaker if she decides that this is her last two years which was kind of the indication you heard her being very coy and coquettish, as you like to say when she gives us her little fancy nancy laugh but oh no please it's nothing to laugh about when you're challenged by like- <laughs>
2: nancy it's not funny well, it's a very real, right. real. <laughs> um- I feel like she doesn't hear me sometimes, Jen.
1: Well, she's too busy laughing. You even heard her give the reporters that. (laughs) Tony, (laughs) in Rancho Cucamonga, you're on The Morning Answer with Brian and Jen. Hi, Tony. Hi, good morning. Listen,
0: I want to make two points. I'm a Republican, and I don't want Nancy Pelosi going anywhere. Why? I benefit from that because I expose all the radicalness. Remember, Brian, you're noting that Nancy comes from a very liberal, left-leaning, progressive district. Very true. She, as a result of that, she cannot turn her back on the squad. Right, and if
1: she cannot, she's got a backdoor deal with AOC from two years ago.
0: That's right. She cannot turn her back on the squad. That causes divisiveness in the Democratic Party, and it's exposed. Well, you get a You know, Tony,
2: you're very smart. Go ahead, please.
0: That's a very smart –
2: that's a very wise uh, thing to say. You you recognize – because I see it. I don't know if other people see it the same way, so I'll ask you. She has been pretty effective because this last election uh, two weeks ago uh, was was a failure for progressive candidates of the Democratic Party. They didn't do very well around the country. Has Nancy Pelosi managed to contain them because uh, they have not had – they have not really – despite what we might hear in some media, run roughshod over the leadership of the party because Joe Biden, the center-left candidate rather than uh, Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders, ascended to the nomination, and Nancy Pelosi's still back there. Uh, Don't you think she's done an okay job at containing the AOCs within her own party?
0: I don't think so, my friend. I don't think so. What Nancy Pelosi does is she's a great fundraiser, and she plays strong, hardball politics with her members. And so that's what, that's what makes Nancy Pelosi so effective. But let me point this out. Let me point this out. She has been selected in caucus. To be the candidate, yeah. That doesn't mean she's going to get 218 votes on the floor on January. That's 2nd. still up that's in the, the air. True. That's right. That's, that's right.
1: right. She'll just move forward in that debate. Tony, thanks for the phone call. And I would say, uh, I don't know. I think she did fall victim to the left. They made the message socialism and defunding, and that's why she almost got it handed to her in this election. Her majority will be the thinnest majority in uh, decades in the House of Representatives. How many ballots were dumped in states like Wisconsin and Michigan? The Trump campaign has some new claims as your thursday morning answer continues
0: news and talk you can trust the morning answer with brian whitman and jennifer horn
1: is it time to release the kraken that seems to be what's happening in washington dc right now thanks for joining us on your thursday morning answer brian whitman jennifer horn and president trump sending out a very mysterious tweet a few moments ago
2: Kind of reminds me of Kofifi. Remember Kofi? <laughs> yeah, but
1: with uh, more clarity, I think.
2: <laughs> well, how could you not? I mean, I think you could, you could, you could mail somebody a totally un, uh, uh, unconstructed Rubik's cube. That would have Covfe more clarity. Is what
1: happens when you unlock your phone and you stick it in your pocket, and then uh, you, you know, know your else? hindquarters do the rest.
2: You know what else happens when you fall asleep with the phone on and you're me, and you you know occasionally the lower back, you might I guess in your sleep move around a little bit. Yeah. I rearranged all the icons.
1: Oh, you do? That's <laughs> I, nice. Yeah. Less oh, yeah. from cleaning while you sleep. I'm grateful that I didn't
2: delete them, but That's... I got them. I said, "Well, where's Safari? <laughs> Hold on, I think it's gone." I noticed everything else was off, and I blame my very, very muscular buttocks because I must it's have totally uh... what I was thinking. Yeah, I thought you were right. Okay, very good. Yeah, very good. No, Ooh. but somehow I managed to rearrange them all. Hey.
1: Yeah, it happens. You shake. Yeah, that but thing what around. do you have to
2: hit? Like what? what, what you it's hold. Pretty, well, I don't know what
1: you specific. do now with these new, these Fandangle new crazy, phones. fandangled yeah, phones. I understand. What does he but say? But it used Time to be that little round button that would.
2: Yeah, I think it still is. But I, I, I can't no do it when button. I'm. A, I can't rearrange the icons, folks, when I'm awake. But I can do Oh, it all I'm you sleeping.
1: have to do is just hold it. That's what the problem is. I
2: know, but I, and then one time with my iPhone, I tried to desensitize the screen because I felt like it was all going too fast. Sometimes <laughs> life feels like that. And then I felt like I was 184. The thing would probably fudge. So I shut it all back down to the way it was. I reverted. Jennifer.
1: Yes. You want me what to, language you want me to is tell the, you about the Kraken?
2: Yeah. What language is that? What word is he? What all right. He, so in a tweet.
1: No, no, no. In a tweet. Um, this morning, actually, President Trump said. Quote, important news conference today by lawyers right, right. on a very clear and viable path to victory. That's right. Pieces are very nicely falling into place. So RNC at 12 p.m. That means the RNC is involved with this. This could be big, and it happens in uh, seven minutes eight minutes. Yes. Minutes. Yeah, well, minutes. let's. You know, be sticklers. No,
2: hey, One man's seven is another man's. 10.
1: Right. Now, Biden has an electoral <laughs> college lead of 290 to 232. But that does not include electors from Georgia. That's where Biden is leading Trump by 0. 0.3 percentage points. We will also, after nine o'clock today, get an update from the officials in Georgia. Are you OK?
2: Yeah, I have to say I went to. Of course, I'm OK.
1: I just heard this.
2: <laughs> I laughed and I tried to stifle it because you were in the middle of a sentence. But I went to Donald J. Trump's Twitter feed and I saw some uh, some signs of the times, or should I say, some tags of the times. Uh, he uh, 30 minutes ago tweeted, and I'll read it in a normal voice because there's no caps. However, in the one that he sent 15 minutes ago, it's caps ahoy. So okay, stand, stand by. 30 minutes ago, evidence of voter fraud continues to grow, including 20,000 dead people. And the Pennsylvania voters rose. Voters roll, yeah. And many thousands all over the country. Now there has been an artificial number of votes in favor of Joe Biden. No longer Fox News at. O-A-N-N. Yeah. That's a kooky concern. You want to know
1: way. why? Because their top story right now right. is know. about this, about the ballot dumping that was found in but, Wisconsin and in Michigan. important
2: which, part of the tweet that you, I have to do it.
1: Oh, sorry. I'll, fin- I'll finish and then back to the tweets. 143,379 votes dumped at 3.42 a.m.
2: Oh, in the thick of the night like a cat burglar. So bad, so bad, so bad, so bad. So after that tweet about the 20,000 dead people, underneath there is a blue colored exclamation point to get your attention That's, in a circle
1: that stupid twitter warning and it says losers
2: this claim about election fraud is disputed now if i click on that it brings me to uh a yahoo news site and there's some fact checking going on there. all now, the, the news
1: sites are filled with r- yahoos these days.
2: president on the covid drugs uh 17 minutes ago all caps so i think it's worthy
1: the COVID
2: drugs now available to make people better are amazing. Yeah, but seldom talked about by the media. Right, relieves the cap lock to say mortality rate is eighty five percent down. Yeah, tweet,
1: tweet. These are important things. And by the way, I think my don't think
2: interpretation. of The reading is. Can actually... I
1: have again? Okay, okay. What? Yes, I think yeah. your inter- your interpretation was great. But can I get a little something from you? Well, Mm -mm. what do
2: you need, my dear? I can only get what I have. Your botanical
1: region earlier. But here's what I have to ask. What do you need? What is it going to sound like when old Joe Biden is going to start taking credit for the vaccines created by the Trump administration? I'm glad you said that. If he is sworn into office, what will that sound like?
2: Well, he will. Hey, come on, man. Got him all over the country, man. He's gonna to get to a point where he can't even take any questions. He can't, because He's listen to, be like, to what happens. Come on, man. <laughs> listen Wait, to well, me, I have to say something to you. It's very important yeah. to the Trump loving American nation. Please. <clears throat> Here's the thing. President Trump is doing himself a disservice right now. And some folks in our morning answer listening family right now, you feel what Whitman's about to say. He's doing himself a disservice because you're right about the vaccines. You know what he should be doing right now? What? being very statesmanly, conceding the election, celebrating the vaccines to from two reputable countries that he had a great deal of emphasis placed upon. He's leaving. Numbers are soaring. Here is the vaccine. He took the uh, uh, he took the effort earlier this week to work on uh, uh, expanding uh, uh, Medicaid yeah, that's right? not, med- guess what? Med- Medicare, no, no, no.
1: making it equal for Medicare patients oh, with with oh. prescription drugs. That's not who we elected. We elected well, okay, Donald Trump. It doesn't matter. Go you,
2: tell George W. Bush. This is who you conservative- elected. Are you no. ready
1: for this? This is who you elected. But no, but I'm, I'm sorry. Sl- I'm so emotional. No. it's
0: just. You got me emotional. Look, <laughs> you know, uh, anyone who spent significant time in ICU like I did for-
2: was he in the intensive care unit?
1: I am guessing so. Well, maybe because I'm he, about had, tell you about- he had that nurse blowing up into his nostril. You remember that? I remember that. She
0: and I had not- a nurse at, at, uh, nurses at uh, Walter Reed Hospital who would yes. bend down and whisper in my ear and wow. go home and get me pillows. They would make sure they'd actually probably nothing ever taught in uh, you can't do it in the COVID yeah. time, but they actually breathe in my nostrils to make me That's move, hot. to get, so get me moving. they blow in my nostrils
1: Joe? to get me moving.
2: Hey, darling, <laughs> I don't know if this is against medical ethics, corn Pop, will not you blow my nose? Allow me to hold on to that <laughs> hot female breath up my nostrils get Uncle Joe moving, corn Pop, he's a strange man. I mean, he's an odd guy. He's saying odd things. However, he... <laughs> In that first clip, was responding to a woman who's a nurse, and that woman felt I saw it on CNN because I, know, I she was very have upset. a twenty four seven CNN IV. Uh, I mean, I, I get it I
1: need on television. You they know put what, a chip. You know what no. they say about CNN?
0: That's a bunch of malarkey. I yeah. know. Uh, Larry King, uh,
2: the voice of CNN. When, when he was the guy, at, I, uh, I was totally, and I'm still in CNN. I went down to the CNN Center in Atlanta after I went to the Carter Center. Oh boy. <laughs> That's funny. And they put a chip in, my, in the nape of mine. I my know. Name. So I don't even need a television anymore. But <laughs> we, anyway. We that, that
1: <laughs>
2: Time for Don Lemon. Carter. Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> Candy Crawley, man. Proving once again, you all what you eat. Well, look, here's the thing. Biden was talking to a nurse, heavy COVID involvement. That nurse had the the, the treatment of COVID patients. And let's be real serious. I have a friend whose uh, sister is a nurse on Staten Island, where I grew up. Mm -hmm. She actually developed clinical depression, not during the COVID times. I mean, many years ago, because she was working in the ICU, CCU, forming bonds with sometimes, with with too often patients. Of course, that's a tough job. So this nurse, when asked afterwards about her exchange with President elect by oh he's a shock jock. She said, "I just feel like someone cares and is listening and hearing me about COVID."
0: And I had a nurse at, at uh, nurses at uh, Walter Reed Hospital who would bend down and whisper in my ear.
1: There you go. That's not, the one you're talking that's about. That's what they'd whisper.
2: She doesn't say that part.
1: <laughs> Big news coming from the Trump campaign. Make it a great day. It's nine o'clock.